of all my life he has been faithful. Right? All my life he has been so, so good. Man, man that song, whew, that song tears me up. Well, um, unfortunately, at this point, y'all have to lower your expectations. Because, like I said, y'all had two... Two, visit, two, two speakers who I'm sure was a lot better than me. So, um, so you, you got me. You, you left with, with me today. But um, and if you if you weren't here a couple weeks ago, it's okay. Um, it, it's uh, we this is part two of the well done sermon. And I'm no, I'm not referring to how my daughter Kaylin prefers her steaks. Okay, um, but we're referring to the parable of the talents where, where this statement was made, Matthew 25, 21. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Share your, your master's joy. And it's appropriate, by the way, I wasn't going to say this, that, uh, that, that Sally's parents are here today because uh, I got the idea. He doesn't know this. Mr. Richard doesn't know this till right now. I got the idea for this whole series from him anyway. Okay, now you know, all right, because uh, he was talking about, uh, you know, that statement and being well done and, um, and not just well said or well thought of, but well done. And as he was talking, I, you know, my, my mind was I was preparing for just kind of a little short little mini series. Uh, I, my mind went back to you, uh, Mr. Richard. So thank you, man. Um, and so um, I'll, I'll give credit to you there. But the, the central statement for the whole series was, is this, real simple. As Christians, we should look forward to that. We should look forward to God telling us, well done, good and faithful servant. It's something that I'm sure we want to hear. And we're taking a deeper look at each of the three key words, and we're working, we're working backwards. So we started, we started last week with, I mean, last time I was here with you, with servant, okay? Um, and, and then this week, faithful and then next week well done all right and so um the, the last time we looked at uh the word servant the central statement was this if you missed it it's a, this would be kind of like one little statement that'll that'll get you all caught up okay like if, as if you missed school or something i'm gonna get you caught up get all you missing work to you right missing so uh as we look at the word servant we will examine the definition of the word which we did the different deities we looked at the different um things that people serve now all right, and then we looked at the fact that uh, our God is different, distinct and different, and worthy of, of being served. And then the design of Christ that we should all follow and his example of servant, of servanthood that he was. And so we looked at that, and then next week, again, we'll look at well done. But today, we're looking at this idea of faithful. See, uh, we use this word faithful a lot. Right uh, or faith. I mean, things like he was faithful to his wife for for fifty w years, which is a great thing, right? Or my little Skippy is such a faithful dog, right? Um, uh, or um, you just got to keep the faith. You hear that expression a lot. Or uh, old faithful. Or he was a faithful friend to the end. And so you know we hear that word a lot. And and so uh, as we examine this idea of faithfulness, our central statement today uh, is is as follows: We're going to characterize faithfulness. We're going to show a counter to it. We're going to look at some cases of faithfulness, and then we're going to look at Christ, Christ's faithfulness. And, uh, man, I was thinking during that song and thinking really throughout the whole uh, service this morning, um, you know, it, it, it's so appropriate. So thank you again, Mr. Richard, because this is, it, to me, this is an appropriate day for us. For us. We look and we see, you know, that you guys who are here that are faithful to being uh, in the house of God. And, uh, and you see Miss Shirley and we see Mr. Tommy. And, 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 I mean, if that's not a characterization of faithfulness, I don't know what is. Right? And so God is good and we see that. Amen? Uh, and so um, the, story, the story is told about a little boy who had been invited to a friend's birthday party. He, 
he was so excited, he, he started counting the days until the party. But the morning of the party, he was devastated when he found out that uh, a blizzard had struck their little town. Uh, the snow was falling in, wet, heavy flakes, and the, the wind was howling. Um, his father said, I, I don't think you should go to that party. And the little boy was really disappointed. And so he began to beg his father, you know, just, uh, you know, just please let me go. Dad, just let me go. I'll be okay. And finally, much to his surprise, his dad said, all right, you can go to the party, son. The little boy bundled up in his hat and coat and his mittens and started down the street to his friend's house. When he, when he got to the door, he turned around and saw his father turning to walk back home. It, it was then he realized that his father had been walking behind him all the way to make sure he was safe. Faithfulness. The faithfulness is defined as the fact of, or quality of being true to one's word or commitments as to what one has pledged to do, professes to believe itself, or also uh, defined as lasting loyalty and trustworthiness in relationships. Okay, so so biblically, you may you may see the word steadfast, uh, and also uh, I also think of the word dependable and, and honest. I mean, basically doing what you said you're going to do, right, Jimmy? I, I, I'm I'm saying I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Okay, uh, dependability. Do your job. It was a, it was a, a three three word sentence that came to my mind. Uh, you know, and, and this this should be anybody, everybody, even uh, Kaylin and Riley can do the same thing. We're all told, you know, we all should be faithful. First Timothy four twelve says, "Don't let anyone despise your youth, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity." You know that we that we and uh, are all called to do just that to to set an example in those areas. And so I I, I want to look at the idea of dependability first, okay? Uh, and uh, the, you know the the more people I talk to, the more employers I've talked to since COVID, and y'all probably probably get some nodding of heads here and some amens or whatever. Um, it just the more people I talk to, the more the more I hear the same thing is that just people just don't want to work. You know that they. They, 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 there's jobs open, jobs available, but you know it's always jobs open and available because people don't want to work. And then if they if they do work, they they don't want to work hard, or you know they don't stay very long, or you know. And and so uh, I, I see some nodding the heads that that y'all know what I'm talking about. It seems it really has gotten um, you know just worse since COVID. I, I mean I don't know if there's a I didn't do some study on this to find out if there's statistics on it, but I know what I see in my classroom. You know, and if, if my students are watching, I apologize, but I'm just being honest. It's, it's different. It's different since COVID, all right? It, it really, really is. It, it's, uh, you know, we, I, I see a group that they don't really know how to study. They don't want to work hard, you know? I, I mean, some of them do, but I see a, more of them not willing to do that. And so I see that being the case in our world today. And, and, and being faithful requires you to actually be where you're supposed to be and do your work. There's, a, there's an element of, of presence and performance you know i'm there and i'm gonna do the work i'm not just there and don't do my work okay i'm i'm, I'm there and i'm gonna get it done uh it just seems uh to be a trait that's increasingly hard to find in people so so it, it's like to the point where it's surprising to find somebody who is dependable would you, you know what i mean would, anybody, would you agree with that it's like oh man that person's dependable wow all right i, I wasn't expecting that you know uh I, and, and i mean and bless his heart it's kind of a uh, a neat little thing i have this student he, he, he's an eighth grader so he's in actually caitlin's class but he has to ha have me for six because he didn't take my class bless his heart every day if we have computers which is not every day but uh but if we do have computers out he's gonna put them up for me last period 
You know, he doesn't ride a bus. He gets picked up. And y'all y'all know how big of a blessing it is to not have to plug in 25 uh, cords? Like, it's a blessing. Like, I mean, it really is. I can't have seen anyway. You know, and, and it's like, you know, I got, gosh, I put my glasses on. I have to do every single one. You know, and, and he'll, do, he'll do it for me. All right? He'll, he'll do his work, and he'll wait till the end, right towards the end of the class, about 258. Two, you know, he'll start putting the chairs. we got these chairs now. I'm starting putting the chairs for the custodian. He'll start putting the chairs on the on the desk on, for me. I don't have to ask him. It's dependable. I appreciate it, right? And so uh, my, my question is, you know, are you dependable? Like, am I dependable? Right? Now, really look at yourself and answer that question because I believe that what we do Monday through Monday through Friday is important. Okay, or Saturday, whatever. I, I believe that, that, that what we do when we're not in church is, is just as important as when we go to church. Because, you know, your, your co-workers see us, right? Your co-workers see you. Your, your, your boss sees you, you know? And, and so really, it's kind of a challenge to all of us. You know, do, do you come to work on time? Do you get to work on time? Do, do, you, do you take more time for lunch than you should? You know? Like it's this 30 minutes, it take 30 minutes. Okay, I mean, you know, or, or uh, you know, are, are you honest with that? Sin- sincerely honest with your time cards. Like, I mean, it's just something to think about. I think that that's important because we should live with integrity and be dependable, be faithful in that, okay? Um, and uh, do you work uh, just as hard whenever the boss isn't around as whenever the boss is around, right? I mean, those things, those things are important. And, what, and of course, uh, on the same line, along the same line, what about our service to God? Are we dependable? Uh, and listen, I'm not talking about legalism here. That's not what I'm talking about. But the Bible does say in Hebrews 10:25, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other all the all the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, I'm not saying this you can't miss every now and then, but it shouldn't become a habit. It says right there, habit. It shouldn't become a habit. There should be a desire to attend a local church of fellow believers. And then, you know, if, if you're visiting today, I think we have a pretty good one right here, I'm going to say. All right? Um, I, I say that a lot. I said we might be small, but, man, I got a good group, man. All right, we'll pray. We'll pray for you now, you know. Um, and, and, again, I appreciate the kind uh, text messages I got as well. Um, and and uh, But be, be careful because when it comes to missing one here and there, that can easily become missing a whole lot more than one or two. Uh, the other idea that I want, that I, that I think faithfulness is kind of when we when we characterize it um, is, is not just dependability but steadfastness. Uh, uh, the word is defined. I you could do a whole sermon on this, but um, y'all, y'all took all my time earlier. I'm just playing. <laughs> um, but but I'm just going to use that. You know, that's a bad. That was, that was mean. I'm sorry, really. I just had it one time. I know you're going to get me sometime today. But anyway, you'll get me back. Uh, I was trying to get ahead of it. All right, one to nothing, Patrick. All right, um, but. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the idea of steadfastness is this quality of being resolutely firm and unwavering, you know, like a rock. Like I, like I think of those loyal fans of, of, of football teams, you know, uh, that no matter what, they're a Gator fan or a Seminole fan, bless their heart. All right? Uh, well, you know, really bless their heart for Florida fans right now. But anyway, uh, I don't like bandwagon fans. So even if you don't like my team, I appreciate the fact that you like your team. And at least you're sticking with them. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. All right? Because I see, I don't like the people who just jump from team to team. You know, I like, you know, the people who stick to it. And, and again, the question that I want to ask here, and I'm sure you're not surprised I'm asking it, are, are you steadfast? Are you firm? Are you unwavering in your commitments, right, to, to your spouse, to your friends, to your boss? Because quitting can become a habit, you know. I, I can remember, you know, my, my parents telling me that. You know, be careful about quitting because it, 
you quit one time, it becomes easily to quit the next time and then the next time. All right, so 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 don't quit. And, and I'm sure Kaylin probably, I don't know if she remembers us telling her when she pray, played soccer when she was little. She didn't really love it. It was like, hey, if you're going to play soccer, you're going to honor that commitment, okay? Right? You're going. You're not going to quit, all right? Um, and so, we'll, so we characterize faithfulness. And now let's look at a counter to faithfulness as the central statement I'm sure is up there because Ms. Rhonda's awesome. And so a counter. So we're looking at the idea here is opposite, okay, the, the, the different uh, side of things here. So if faithfulness is characterized by dependability, by steadfastness, by stick, stick-to-itiveness, if that's a word, I just made it up, right? Uh, what is the opposite of it? I believe two counters, and it really just there's a whole lot more, I'm sure, but uh, as I was preparing this, the two words came up. You know, fickleness and forsaking altogether. So fickleness. So that, that basically just means like likely to change. You know, um, especially due to irresolution or instability, um, casually changeable, right? Um, what they say about Florida weather, you know, the saying about, you know, just uh, don't worry, it's going to change, right? I mean, it, it, it's fickle. You know, you, you don't know what it's going to be. Uh, I mean, like, man, I went, like, last Sunday um, up in, uh, I, I just thought it was just being up in North Atlanta. It was 44 degrees. Like, I walked outside, I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Like, you know, but then I found out later it was just as cold or down here, you know, and I was like, what? And so, and then, of course, it warmed up throughout the week, but because um, the weather is thick, fickle, it fluctuates, it changes back and forth. Someone who is fickle is, is not constant. They're not loyal. Um, sound familiar? You know, um, all you have to do is look at the divorce rate, right? I mean, it pretty much stays around the halfway mark, whether they go to church or not. You know, it, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, um, the, the idea is you're not meeting my needs anymore, so I'm going to move on, right? Um, too many people look at, uh, you know, at, at things like marriage. you got to think about this morning. They look at, like, marriage is like, you know, when DirecTV and Dish Network was a big thing before we had the YouTube TV and all this and Hulu, right? You know, and boy, you'd be with DirecTV for a while, right, Coach? And then Dish Network's going to send you, send you, or going to call you or leave your mail, right? And you're going to, hey, get this for half off and you know and and so you know you just gotta you can sign up for three years or you can just cancel and go to direct tv you know what i mean like you you you, you know what i'm saying and so i got to thinking like um you know oh uh, whether it's a kind of a woe is me type thing here you know amen or oh me it, i think so many people look at marriage the same way i said i'm just getting this is like getting out a tv deal no big deal you know but it's an honor it's a, i mean it's a commitment before almighty god you know, it's a choice that's made every day. Amen? And so I, 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 we see that all the time. Or then from, from fickleness all the way to just flat out just leaving, forsaken. Um, just plain out just leaving. Uh, you know, to quit or leave entirely is what that means. To abandon, to desert. All right? To just plain out leave. Right? And unfortunately we see that. And the third servant that uh, from our main text of the whole series i'm, I'm going to look at that real, real quick if you'll look with me matthew 25 24 through 27 the man who had received one talent also approached and said master i know you you're a harsh man reaping wherever where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed and so i was afraid and um i went off and hold up let me find this again guys i remember this my print my copy here didn't work okay um so i was afraid and went off and hid your talent in the ground see you have what is yours? Let me pick up here because I, I lose my place here. 
His master replied to him, You evil, lazy servant, if you knew that I reap where I haven't sown and gather where I haven't scattered, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers and I would have received my money back with interest when I returned. See, the, the idea here is the man was, this man was the opposite of someone who's faithful. I, I truly believe that, uh, that uh, someone who is not faithful, like this servant here, lacks love first, lacks love and devotion first. Had the servant really cared more for the master, I don't think he would have been so lazy. Like if he were really truly cared and, and loved. Whenever you truly love someone, you'll do whatever you can for that person because you, you, you want to, you know. Um, so go to the source, right? Go to the source and, and go back to this idea of, of truly de uh, true devotion to our Lord God Almighty. And so we, so we, we characterize faithfulness. We have a counter, and then we're going to examine some cases of faithfulness. And y'all uh, stay with me here all right, as, as we go through this one. We're going to go back to the, uh, the verses before we just read. So we're in Matthew 25 still, all right, but stay with me because some of y'all weren't here anyway. So uh, we're, we're going to go back and read um, that, uh, that text. So starting in verse 14. For he says, For it is just like a man about to go on a journey. He called his own servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two talents, and to another one talent, depending on each one's ability. Then he went on a journey. Journey Immediately the man who had received five talents went, put them to work, and earned five more. In the same way, the man with two earned two more. But the man who received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them, the man who had received five talents approached, presented five more talents, and said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I've earned five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. <clears throat> the man with two talents also approached. He said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I've earned two more talents. And again, his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. So, so y'all know I'm a triplet. Um, any other twin? I know we got twin and Sally. Any other like multiples? Just curious. All right. So so multiples have a sense of fairness in their mind. All right. Innately, like we're born with it. Okay. Like like I, you know because uh, I mean if, if if mom or dad came home you know and gave Aaron and Shannon my sisters candy and then I supposed to get candy. All right. Okay. If they if daddy brought Aaron a candy bar, he better have a candy bar for me and Shannon. That's just the way it's supposed to be, right? Okay, right, fair. Okay, so so when I look at this this uh, this the, the, when, I, when I read this, sometimes I'm like, well, that seems not fair. How come one got five talents and one got two and one got one? What's that about, right? You know, how come they got different amounts? You know, because listen, a single that's not like a a small thing. A single talent was worth twenty years of labor. Okay. It's a big difference, okay? All right, it's not like five cent and two cent, and one cent. No, it's not the same thing. This is a big difference, but again, um, it wasn't about the amount, and this really, really spoke to me because it, it was what it was what these servants did with what with what was given to them. Okay, it's it's, it's it should be the same for us as servants of the Lord, right? You know, I, you know, if if I've been called uh, to be the pastor at this church, I'm the you know, that's where I am. You know, if it's somewhere else and it's somewhere else for some for somebody else, right? So it, it's you know, God has called you to do certain things, and are, and the question is, are you being faithful to do that? Okay, wherever you are, and for some for some people it's big things, it's five talents. Okay, for some people it's two, for some people it's one, but that's not the point. Again, that's not the point. The point is, what are we doing with what's been given to us? Amen. Okay. 
And so uh, I, I love I love the lyrics to uh, Brandon Lake's uh, song "Gratitude," which we which we sang which we played a, a, a several times here. I just love the love the lyrics where he says, "So I throw up my hands and I praise you again and again, because all that I have is a hallelujah. All I have is a hallelujah, and I know it's not much, but I've nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah, hallelujah. And sometimes I don't have a whole lot." Yeah. And, and, or we're tired and we're weary, but man, we, we just give it what we have to God anyway, right, Brother Tommy? Right? And he blessed us. See, give all we have to the king. He's going to use it. He's the one that multiplies it. You never know what impact you have. Mr. Tom, you'll never know the impact you had on the people, uh, on, on the nurses and the doctors in or where you were the last 15 months. Never. You'll, you won't ever see it. You won't see it. Hey, um, I, I, you know, I won't, we won't see as teachers the, the impact we have on kids. We won't know that. They won't know that. Right? Uh, we, we'll, we'll, they know it. We won't. You know, the, the people that you meet every day. Right? But God just called us to simply be faithful. He'll take, he, he, he's worthy of glory and honor anyway. Amen. All right. I think that's, I, I, I get aggravated sometimes, you know, and, uh, you know, if I, man, I preach my heart out, man, you know. And, uh, but I, I've been reminded again and again that it's, it's not about me. You know, it's not about me. But God's called me to be faithful and preach the word. What He does with it, he, He'll He'll use it. I'm either we're we're either you know planting seeds, we're watering seeds, or we get to see that seed grow, right? Right. But all we've all we've called to, to do is be faithful. He's the one that's going to get the growth. Amen. So give all that we have to the King. He's going to use it, or or are we letting them go to waste? See, as a as a former basketball coach, uh, the thing that aggravated me uh, or bothered me the most was a player who had all the skills in the world but lazy. Right, Coach? I can deal with a lot of stuff. Okay, I can't deal with lazy. I just can't. And I know that's bad grammar, but I, have, I taught English, so I have that, that license. But it, it, it's, I just, I can't, even in the classroom, I'm still the same way. I can't deal with laziness. Okay, at least try. Or you just give me some effort. Okay, these men went to work. They were faithful. I, I, you know, I, I, y'all, some of y'all know that my dad is in a, in a racing hall of fame, which is, which is pretty neat, you know, in a couple of them. Uh, and I got me thinking, and, and some of y'all know where I'm going now. Cause if you see, you think faith, you think Hebrews 11, right? Uh, you, you think that the hall of fame. And so, and so stay with me. All right. And, and remember that, that y'all, that I've been giving some grace some time here. Okay. All right. And as we look at, um, some great, the, the best examples you can find, you, you think about faithfulness, um, there's a Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith. Okay. And so we want to walk, we're going to walk through this and we're, we're not going to go in great detail about each one, but I just want us to kind of think about, um, you know, each one, each person that's mentioned and, you know, why they were, they are recognized for their faith. Okay. And so we're going to do, and I told Miss Rhonda this might be kind of, kind of uh, rough, so give Miss Rhonda some grace too because they all kind of go together, all right? And so I'm going to try to stop. Okay, so it's not on the right one. Just go ahead and just, it's okay. All right, right, Miss Rhonda? All right. And so if you'll go with me, all right, here we go. Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. And while I, I like reading uh, from from the CSB, you know, I think it's very, very readable, it's accurate. Uh, I really just love the the King James version there instead. You know, it's the you know faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right. For by this our ancestors were approved. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. See, believing in believing in what is not seen, hoping in it, right? That's a great definition of faith. And, you know, we, we have hope that our team will do well. 
right, Coach? And, you know, we have faith that, you know, by the end of the year we're going to be champions or something like that, right? But, you know, when we trust God, we don't see it, but we trust Him anyway. That's faith. And then he starts to uh, go into um, some, uh, some examples, okay? Um, and so verse 4. And we're going, to, we're going to stop at verse 4 and talk briefly about each one, right? And, you know, uh, so, by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was approved as a righteous man because God approved his, gift, his gifts. And even though he's dead, he still speaks through his faith. And so, that's in Genesis 4. And on first reading, you're like, why? Why was his... Why was his uh, gift accepted and, and, and it was approved over Cain's, you know? But what you find out is Cain's, Cain's actions showed who Cain was. Whereas, you know, he, he, he killed his brother, okay? Uh, and um, so we see that it was a, a heart thing there. And I'm sure there's, there's more things we can talk about uh, as well. But um, we're going to move on, okay, um, to verse 5. By faith Enoch was taken away and so he did not experience death. He was not to be found because God took him away. For before he was taken away, he was approved as one who pleased God. It actually says in Genesis 5, 24 that he walked with God. All right? And then he was not there because God took him. All right? I don't know about you, but that's like, out of all the people in the Bible, that's one like, that's pretty cool. You know, like, I, I, that would be awesome. Just like, I'm walking with God, and then I'm just gone, Miss Shirley. Like, you know, but again, walking with God. Keep that in mind, okay? And then verse 6. Now, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so this is one that's more of a result of, of not having faith. The fact, we can't please God without faith at all. Okay? Since the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Okay? And, and I personally believe that all of us here, we're going to put our faith in something, right? Okay? I mean, we're going to put our, a lot of us are going to put our faith in ourselves. Okay? Amen or oh me. Right? Or we're gonna we're gonna you know put our faith into the zodiac signs or, or you know I don't know whatever it is these days you know um, whatever you know, here or there I'm just reminded as I read uh, read through the word and, and Isaiah man so many times Isaiah's like what well, y'all are trusting in idols you you made the thing <laughs> you you got the wood you carved it and you trusted you made it why how is that a god to you God's like duh. Right, you're not very smart. You remember when you went and got that piece of wood and you carved it up and now you made it into a man. You put it in your house. You remember you did that, right? Why is that? Why is that a god to you? But it's how is it any different than today when people trust the created thing over the creator? Amen. And so then look at verse seven. By faith Noah, after he was after he was warned about what was not yet seen and motivated by godly fear, built an ark to deliver his family. By faith he condemned the world, became an heir of the righteousness that comes. By faith, that's in Genesis 6 and, and 7. And by the way, Noah was also uh, told to have been walking with God. Okay? Walking with God, which to me is another, just a great definition of faith, of faithfulness, somebody who walks with God. Amen. And, and, and then in verse eight, verses 8 through 10, and Miss Rhonda, you're, you're doing great. Uh, by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and set out for a place that he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out even though he did not know where he was going. Is that faith? Not know where he's going, but you got you told me to go there. I don't know why, all right. But we're going to go. I, I don't know really know why uh, God was like you, you. need to take a break and go over there with Mr. B uh, Brother Bill in Jacksonville and just serve. But y'all, that was so good, all right. Uh, and by the way, I got to pause here for a second. Sorry, Miss Rhonda, all right. But you know, we 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 go and it was so great. What I loved about it is my girls are serving sweet tea to, to homeless people under a bridge in Jacksonville on a Sunday morning, you know. And Sally serving was you macaroni and cheese maybe that one you had. Right, I had 
cornbread, I think. All right, right, you know, but just serving homeless people, and they, you know, and, and every Sunday they come. All right, and every Sunday they 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 work out of a out of a truck, and you know, they, out of the trailer they set up the equipment, you know, and they got chairs, you know, folding chairs for for the homeless. And when the service is over, the homeless people they come right up, they put the put the chairs against the trailer, and they they go on, you know. It's such a blessing, y'all. Sorry, I had to. I don't know where that came from, but verse nine. But by faith he stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, co-heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to a city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. He trusted without sin. And then verse eleven. Uh, by faith even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive offspring, even though she was past the age. Since she considered that one who had promised was faithful. But uh, Sarah, by the way, Sarah didn't always believe. She actually also laughed. Okay. Uh, about it but eventually she did and then verses 12 through 16 therefore from one man in fact from one as good as dead came offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and as innumerable as the grains of sand along the seashore kind of a funny comment for those of us who are getting a little older uh, the Bible describes us as one as about as good as dead that's kind of comforting to know but I'm just playing <laughs> alright uh, verse 13 these all died in faith although they had not received the things that were promised but they saw them from a distance greeted them and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Do we do we live that way? So that's a uh, you know that'll preach. Amen. That'll preach. Do we live as temporary residents on earth, or do we cling to the things on earth more than we should? I know I do. I, I cling to things on earth more than I should. And then now those who say such things make it clear that they're seeking a homeland. They're seeking something in the future. If they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return. But that but they now desire a better place. Amen. A heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be their call their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So that's some great commentary about faith in there. But, uh, you know, I, I just it makes me think of that song, you know, um, this world is not my home, I'm just a passing through, right? You know, um, it's not, you know my, my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. Right? They beckon me from heaven's open doors, right? I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Right? That is a good song. Thank, thank the Lord that I didn't sing it today. For you. All right. Amen. Thank you. That was served on a platter. Mr. Tommy, you hit it out. You know, you got it. I got it. I'm going to have two over here, y'all. Y'all got to pray for me. I got two people over here now. I got to watch. All right. Okay. I forgot how hard that was before. Uh, Lord help me. I'm just playing. Um, some great commentary there. Now, verses 17 through 19. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And this part, man, is always one that gets me because, wow. Um, you know, when he was tested, he offered up Isaac. He received the promises, and yet he was offering yet he was offering his one and only son, the one to whom it had been said, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. He considered God to be able even to raise someone from the dead, therefore he received him back, figuratively speaking. So it's, it's pretty, uh, that, that whole story is amazing, you know, and then God provided, right, provided a lamb, you know, a ram there, and, and, um, and, and that's uh, the word gyra. Uh, the word for God in that in that situation, if you if you look uh, and study that, is the word Jireh, Jehovah Jireh. God will provide. God will provide it. Amen. He's Jireh. He is enough, right, Kevin? Right. Forever enough, always enough, right? That's from a song, by the way, Jireh. You know, y'all should check that out. 
that, that must have been extremely difficult to give up your only son. And then, then the next couple verses talk about his, his, you know, his sons and grandsons. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things that come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, and he worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, if he was near the end of his life, mentioned the exodus of the Israelites and gave instructions concerning his bones. See, that family wasn't perfect, but they trusted in God. And I know we're reading a lot here, but again, the Bible preaches a whole lot better and I can anyway. So I just want you to, to just look at, just think this whole idea of this characteris- characterization of faith and faithfulness. They weren't perfect. But then we, we look at Moses in the next section, starting in verse 23 to 28. It says, By faith Moses, after he was born, was hidden by his parents for three months. That was his parents' faith, right? Because they saw that the child was beautiful and they didn't fear the king's edict. By faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter and chose to suffer with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting, fleeting pleasure of sin. For we consider reproach for the sake of Christ to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, as he was looking ahead to the reward. By faith he left Egypt behind, not being afraid of the king's anger, for Moses persevered as one who sees him who is invisible. By faith he instituted the Passover, sprinkling the blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch the Israelites. And Moses definitely had faith, but he was far from perfect. We're going to look at that in a second. Verse 29 and 30. By faith they crossed the Red Sea as though they were on dry land. When the Egyptians attempted to do this, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after being marched around by the Israelites for seven days. So, so even, the, even the Israelites had faith. You know, we pick on them, but they're, they're recognized there. And then by faith, Rahab the prostitute. It tells you who she was. Of course, those who know their Bible know that already, right? Uh, welcomed the spies in peace and didn't perish with those who disobeyed. So I just want to take just a quick, a quick moment. Just a quick, this is one of those questions I'm sure everybody in the house will get. But were those people, were any of those people who have been mentioned in Hebrews 11 perfect? Not a single one, Right? And I, I think about, and, I, and those who went to yesterday's funeral, I appreciate it. I think about my Uncle Kevin, you know, and, and he was far from perfect, far from it, you know. Um, but he knew Jesus. He knew Jesus. And, and I, I tried to make that very clear yesterday that we all messed up, you know. It, 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 you know, some of us, maybe our sins are not as overt, you know, but we all messed up. We're all in need of God's grace, right, Brother Tom? Every single one of us. Not a person on the planet that's not, that, that, that's, that's too far from God, you know, that God can't reach him, right? God's hand can reach everybody, amen? And you think about that, you know, Noah, Noah had his problems. I mean, he walked with God, but he also got drunk, right? You know, or, uh, you know, Abraham, you know, a lot of questioning, a lot of scheming. Oh, I'm going to make, you know, hey, Sarah, tell them you're my sister. You know, I mean, like scheming, they're not trusting God completely. They're like, God, I'm going to take care of you. Why'd you have to do that, right? Well, because he's not perfect. He's simple. Right, um, he's in need of God's grace. Sarah, with his her laughing, and of course uh, Isaac and Jacob, and and we talk about them and Moses killed a man, and I mean you know um, Rahab's a prostitute, right? None of these people were perfect. So the point is, like I'm sure a good English teacher would do, right? English teachers, we're going to put ourselves in that story, right? We now we should include ourselves because we're the same way. Amen. But I love how at this point for the rest of Hebrews 11, man, it's just like. It's like a big rush. And he's like, well, I don't have time to tell you everything, but here's this, 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 and this. All right, and check this out, y'all. This is cool. All right, so here we go. And what more can I say? Time's too short for me to tell, you, to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who by faith listen to the things that ordinary, average, regular, daily people did, okay, through for their faith in God. Okay? 
who by faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, they quenched the raging of fire, escaped the edges of the sword, gained strength and weakness, became mighty in battle, and put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Other people were tortured, not accepting release, so that they might gain a better resurrection. Others experienced mockings and scourgings, as well as bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawed in two. What? Okay. Uh, they died by the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, afflicted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and on mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these were approved through their faith, but they did not receive what was promised, as God had provided something better for us so that they would not be made perfect without us. Whew, amen. There's a lot there. All right. And so as we as we come to the last one, I promise I'll I'll keep this one short because I know it's getting kind of late on on this here. Who man, y'all 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 do I do I get some breaks on this one today? All right. <laughs> All right. So the last one is Christ's faithfulness, and really we really are bringing it to a close here. Uh, and, and of course we're looking just referring to the the faithfulness of our triune God. And I just want y'all to so we now just focus on uh, our our faithful God, and, and I think we, again, we, we see it already, the people who are here today, we sing, and we sing already about God's faithfulness. Um, but I, I, as, we, as I think about it, I think of a few descriptions. I, I think of um, faithfulness of Christ being unchanging. You know, James 1, 17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. It doesn't change. Our God is faithful, Amen. Um, 2 Timothy 2.13 says, If we are faithless, He remains faithful. Why? He cannot deny Himself. It is, it's who He is. It's who He is at His core. It's, it's the stuff He's made of. Faithfulness. He's faithful to us when, when we're not. Amen? Oh, man. I can, I can hear amen for that one. Because we sure aren't faithful all the time. Right? But He's always faithful to us. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. We're the ones who've moved. As it pertains to our relationship with Christ, we're the ones that move. God ain't, God ain't moved. We've moved. Okay? Unending. Unending. Lamentations 3, 22-23. This is one of my favorite verses. Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish. For His mercies never end. Guess what? They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. If God sees fit to, see, to let us see another day tomorrow, guess what? He's still faithful. Okay? He's good tomorrow too. Amen? If there is tomorrow. If not, then those who have a relationship with Christ, we're going to be gone to heaven anyway. Right. I don't know. That makes me. That gets me excited. He, he's unwavering on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is, is shifting sand. God is referred to as a rock in a few places. Deuteronomy thirty-two four. The rock. His word is. His work is perfect. All his ways are just. A faithful God without bias. He is righteous and true. That's our God. That's the God we serve. He's a promise-keeping God. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps His gracious covenant, loyalty for a thousand generations with those who love Him and keep His commands. Or Isaiah 25, 1. Lord, You are my God. I will exalt You. I will praise Your name for You have accomplished wonders. Plans formed long ago with what? Perfect faithfulness. Perfect faithfulness. His Word. What about His Word? The Word of God. His Word is undoubtedly true and trustworthy. Amen? Right? You can trust it. In Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but what my words won't will never pass away. Psalm 119, 138, the decrees you issue are righteous and altogether trustworthy. You can trust it. It's faithful. His word is faithful because his God is faithful. Right? We will characterize uh, faithfulness today. We've done that. We've, we've, ca we've countered it. We've looked at cases, and we've looked at Christ's faithfulness. And so let's conclude. Matthew 26, verse 39, okay? as Jesus is... Uh, in the garden and experiencing pain 
physically, emotionally, mentally, sweating, drops of blood, which was a real thing. Right? Going a little farther, he fell face down and prayed, My Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. So I don't know if y'all remember me telling you the story. And we used to do a lot of skits back in the 90s. Y'all remember that? Like Dana in church? Did y'all do skits and stuff at your church? We did. Like if you're in a youth group, you're supposed to do a skit. Right? I mean, we, we did like these little mini plays, right? And one of the ones that, that I'll never forget us doing at Burnham Christian Church, you know, was we had, a, we had uh, somebody who was playing, the Jesus, playing Jesus, right? And he would walk through the middle from the back. And it was pretty shocking for the church. You're like, what? what's going on? You know, and and uh, and and the the rest of the youth, you know, of course they love this part. They get to be mean and say bad, you know what I mean, and and, and say stuff about Jesus, and you know, and yell at them and all. And then you know, the person playing Jesus would get about halfway done, halfway down, and he would he would say, "Stop! I'm done. Right? I'm out," and then turn around and walk out, which is quite shocking. Okay, uh, because the point is, you know. He could have done it. He didn't. He chose to go all the way to the cross for me and you. All the way to the cross. Amen? He was faithful all the way. And so the question is, have you placed your trust on the finished work of the cross as counting for you? Because if you have, then you'll be able to say, like Paul says, one of my favorite verses, and and um, also was on the... Uh, and the program for my friend Alan last week it says, I have fought the, fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. There is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day, not only to me, but to all those who have loved his appearing. And as we finish, I just, I just felt like it was appropriate to share with you a picture of my friend Alan. Okay? And so, um, he, don't, don't show it just yet, Miss, uh, Miss Rhonda, but so... Um, Alan, some of y'all know this. We were praying that um, that Alan would be able to see his daughter turn 16, which he did about a month ago, and then also be able to see his son, his youngest son, Harrison, graduate from the Marine Corps. Okay? That didn't look good. Right? The last time I talked to him, I prayed for him, but he was in hospice, and normally you're in hospice a couple days. He was in hospice like two weeks. Okay? Hanging on, hanging on, but God was faithful. And, I mean, literally about 20, 24 hours. You can show it now, Miss, Miss Rhonda. Okay. Hopefully it actually comes up. Okay. <clears throat> He's just so frail. <clears throat> oh, that's, I, that, that, ooh, that picture gets me. All right. That's his son. And he's, he's on his son's arms. You know, he, he's leaning on his son. But so grateful that he finally got to see him, that God answered his prayer. Right? God was faithful, even in something small like that. But it was big to Adam. You know, it was, it was a big thing for him. And, and, and that was a big thing for me, too, because I, I struggle with this. I struggle with that. I don't understand. I still don't. Okay? But guys, I know that God's still faithful. Amen? Right? We preached about it. The whole, we talked about it. I know he's faithful, and I still trust him. He's, there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. Okay? For everything. I know that that guy there, he wasn't perfect, but he was faithful. He was faithful to his wife. He was faithful to his kids. He was faithful to his God. And I, I want to be able to say the same. I hope you'll, you'll, you'll be able to say the same as well. I'm going to ask Mr. Loris and Sally to come up.